mid-September. So basically, in each lesson, you learn how to write your resolution. So everything we have to do by ourselves, and we just basically get it approved by our teacher slash coach. And so what we started off by doing was to create an introduction to our, or to first come up with the idea of what do we exactly want to do and how will our idea have an impact on the world? And taking that into consideration, we would start writing a resolution and coming up with good facts to put in there. So basically, in a resolution, you have to state what you want from the UN and basically statistics saying, like, for example, for mine, we put illiteracy rates and we put unemployment rates and technology rates because of it's a virtual education system. And so after writing the resolution, we would move on to writing our introduction, which I'll, I can explain more when we get to the presenting. So we would write our introduction, our conclusion, and also come up with a list of questions that we think people are going to ask us in the technical questions part, which is like, what's your GDP? What's your infant mortality rate? And quick questions. And what would be in pro-con debate? Now, the thing is, for our model United Nations, we're not only presenting a resolution, but we have to debate with other groups, too. So in preparation, about two weeks before the conference, what I basically did was look through all the resolutions I need to debate with and come up with questions and points that I want to bring up. And then the same I would do is look for things that other people could ask me so that I could answer them back and show them that this is the information and this is why we want to do it. When it came to presenting, so I did this um, conference last year too. And it was actually very different because considering that everything is online now, before we would go to this big general assembly, it was basically our city hall. So you would present it to a large group of people, probably 100 or 200 people. And so basically you have these placards and you raise them and the chair calls on your name. But considering that this was on Zoom, we had to use the raise hand option, which may not seem like a very big deal. But when it came to actually being chosen or even being recognized by the person choosing, it was very difficult because there is, of course, bias. But I think it was a pretty good experience to see how things would work in real life. When you wrote your resolution, like in the class, would you all do it individually or would you do it in the group, like how you presented it? So basically, each group would have three, four, or five people in it. And so we would all write the resolution together and then split the roles up. So like I would be doing the debate portion. 
my other group mate would be doing the technical questions. One of them would do the introduction and the other one would do the conclusion. Mm -hmm. You have lived in the UK, Singapore, and now the US. Which is your favorite country? How do you feel having lived in three different continents? So I guess it would be hard to differentiate or like compare between the UK, Singapore, and the US only because I was only five years old when we moved out of the UK. So I don't remember a lot. But I would say that in sync. Well, this also comes with like growing up. But in Singapore, uh, things were a lot less stringent because of like the population and how they rule the country, etc. But I would say that because I don't remember much from when I lived in the UK, can't really choose which one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. Because I've been to many countries too, and I can never choose which is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You play the piano really well. How long have you been training? Oh, thank you. So I have been playing piano for seven to eight years. So I started when I was five years old. Wow. That's, that's an achievement. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was learning the piano, but then I needed to move to the U.S. and then to Singapore. So I didn't get to learn that much. Oh, that's okay. You can always start again. I mean, it's a pretty, it's fun to learn and it doesn't matter what age you start. It's just how much you actually like doing it. And depending on how you learn and how much you actually enjoy doing it, Learning it could take less time than you actually think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, so I, earlier I was scared of swimming, but, and I thought it would take a long time, but now it's actually, it actually takes quite a short time to learn swimming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, so it applies the same for the piano. Yeah, I mean, I used to be scared to do a lot of things, but then I think once you are not necessarily scared, but just reluctant to do stuff. So then after you do it once, like for example, the model United Nations, I was very hesitant to do it because it seemed like it was a very scary thing. There would be kids older than me from all over the state. So it was very intimidating. But then, like, once you actually do it, it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be really fun for me to, like, go in front of the public and speak. Mm -hmm. the, for me, it would be kind of scary and also fun. Yeah, I think you'd be really good at it because, I mean, you're already doing the podcast, so... Mm -hmm. Do you wish to perform in an orchestra? It seems like it would be like one of the most coolest experiences only because you're in this like big hall with all different instruments behind you creating like big music. Like 
I guess the difference between a solo and um, a concerto, which would be with an orchestra or a symphony, is that you it's not just you on stage. So it's like you feel like there are more people with you and it feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to be an in an orchestra someday, and yeah. like learn, and I want to learn the drums. Ooh, that's fun! There are many different kind of drums, so you could probably become a rock star. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, so this is a pretty tough question. So ever since I was probably as old as I could think about what I wanted to grow up as, I wanted to become a doctor. But then things kind of changed in my interests. And it's not like I don't want to be a doctor, but I mean, all professions seem interesting if you do the right thing. So either a doctor or... A lawyer or an investment banker? Mm. A lawyer is would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From what I've learned from my dad, who is a lawyer, it is pretty interesting. Yeah, I think it's cool when you think about it because you're not just like looking up facts and then saying it. Like you actually have to think about how are like, how is the other per- lawyer or whoever is, I guess, fighting back, how are they going to react to what I say? And how should I debate with them in a way that I make a point and mine makes more sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's also one of the fun things. What are your hobbies? Okay, so, I mean, I guess my hobby is piano because I do it a lot but I do do calligraphy I haven't had much time to though considering that school has been pretty tough so far and also other extracurriculars my mom also does calligraphy but she hasn't been able to do it in a long time like you Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for having me. It was fun talking to you. Yeah, it was super fun. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page, Curious Vidant, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, Subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant, and don't forget to rate and leave comments.